Welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. I'm your host, Bo Kennedy. Join us as we go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. Hey there, believers. On this episode, it's my dad and I. We're picking up in the middle of one of our fireside chats. I found this section of the of the recording stuck in my files, so I went ahead and just made a full episode out of it. Uh, we had sat down at the beginning of summer, and we talked for hours about everything. UFOs, Bigfoot, ghosts, ancient aliens. And I broke it down, and I would stick segments of it in after the credits on some episodes. I hope you found it. I hope you liked it. But with this section, I decided to go ahead and make it its own episode. Um, This one in particular goes over Bigfoot, and then we go into ancient aliens and my dad's thoughts on all this and how they're connected and everything else. Uh, He's just a lot of fun to have on the show, and hopefully I'll have him on more often. So just sit back, relax, grab a beer, and let's talk about it. Why? you believe in Bigfoot? Man, that's a good question. Unfortunately, I don't have any close encounters with Bigfoot. Unfortunately? Yeah. You want one? I do. I do. Yes. What's your ideal encounter? My ideal encounter would be I'm in a car and it's crossing the road. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm back safe. He waves and says, "Hey, I'm 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 Sasquatch," and he just right. dips out, right? But I would even take, you know, being hunting and see one coming through the woods. Yeah. I mean, I would I would even take that. But when I was a teenager, I right. spent untold hours in the mountains was not afraid of anything in the mountains. But one day, I was way up in the head of the hollow, and the only thing I had with me was a recurved bow and one air hoe <laughs> with a field tip on it in the list. Of course. Don't know what I was doing with it. But. Being a kid. So I'm coming off the hill, and it's it's a pretty steep grade. And I hear something up on the hill to my left paralleling me. When I walked, it walked. When I stopped, it stopped. 
so I was straining my eyes trying to see a tree shake, a, a, a bush, anything. Nothing. Saw nothing. So I'd start walking again, and it would start walking. It would always wait. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. immediately. It would, I would take two or three steps before it took off. But it wasn't trying to be quiet. It wasn't trying to to stalk me, I don't think. It was like just following me off the hill. That happened to me, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but that happened to me all the time when I was going to the bus stop in high school. Really? Because we lived on the other side of the mountain from you. Yes, you did. And we lived in the alley. Jet black. No street lights, and in the wintertime, it was black as you know, yes. black as it's ever going to be outside. It's pitch dark. And me and my my stepbrother, both, it's happened to both of us. We'd go walking down that alley, and on the hillside, something would pace us step for step. And if we would run, it would run. If we stopped dead, you would hear a shuffle. And then it would stop. And it happened all the time. And I would look over there. I'd never owned a flashlight when I was a kid. Right. You know, and I sure wouldn't take a flashlight with me to the bus because. To school. What kind of punk does that? Right. But, yeah, man, all the time. I'm talking like probably dozens of times. That's the exact same mountain I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And 25 years apart. Yeah. And it did me the same way. I mean, I, I eventually lost my nerve and took off running as, as hard as I can go. And it was keeping up with me until we got down to where there were houses. And it stopped and then hmm. I was fine. Well, I don't see how anything could pace me. And it's not because I was fast. It's because that was a steep hillside. This one I'm talking about was too. I mean, it was... Right, yeah. Straight up and down. Like, we would go up there because there was a cemetery up there if you go up to the flat. And to get up there, you have to grab saplings and pull yourself up. You You know, it's like you're climbing. Yeah, you couldn't just walk up the hill. You'd have to pull yourself up. What in the world could pace on... Yeah. I don't know. The only other thing that, that I consider to be Bigfoot related was I was up at Chief Logan Park. Yeah, here you go. Fishing. That, that place. Yeah. I was, I was fishing with Diana. At night, we were catfishing. We were the only ones up there. And to the left, the end of the pond, I guess across that hill is the the hotel if you're at the pond and you go over that hill it is a long way before you get to the hotel you would come it's another mountain range into the wildlife exhibit where i worked at and where i had several okay weird things go on i can't say experiences but that trail that went up through there would connect to the wilderness trail okay and on the top of that you come down the other side you're close to the hotel then you're yeah, you got a couple of ranges in between. But while we were fishing there that night, 
I heard what I believed was a Bigfoot call. I mean, it sounded to me just like the, the Ron Moorhead recordings that he made. Yeah. You know, it was just a big and long and, and Diana looked at me in her eyes about that big around. Yeah. Middle of the night. Yeah. Nobody up there. And I just, I actually just kind of chuckled. I'm like, yep, that, that's what it was. Cause that's in the middle of nowhere. That is the middle of nowhere. There is a two lane road that goes up there, winds around and behind that pond is just the woods. Yeah. To the left and to the right is just woods and hiking trails, but you don't hike after dark. You no, know what I mean? No. Especially not there. You would fall, break a leg. You'd get in trouble if you got caught hiking well, after dark. There's also bears. And yeah, and there's bears. Yeah, man. I I told most of my park experiences there uh, on. On the Bigfoot episode, I did. But I don't know if I told about a noise I heard. It was at Shelter 4 up at Chief Logan Park. Mm-hmm. And Shelter 4 is the, the the shelter that's right before you get to the pond. Like okay. If you go up there to the fishing pond, you turn a right to go up that little hill yes. to the pond. Well, on the left is Shelter 4. Right, right before the, the game. Yes, right before the wildlife exhibit. Right. And... I was working one morning, we'd go out at 8 o'clock, and I'd go, the first thing I would do, because I would do trash detail, and I would clean the shelters for whoever was renting them. I went out there, and I I hit up the right side of the park. So I'm up to shelter 4 by about 9, maybe 9.15. And it's off the road. It's probably 125 yards off the road. Right. It's it's tucked back there at the edge of the woods. Beautiful shelter. And I went back there. I picked up all the trash. No big deal. You know, no matter where you go in that park, let me just tell you, if you're alone, you don't feel like you're alone. Right. You always feel like somebody's watching you. That could be paranoia. That could be whatever. That could be the native lands that we are all built on here but i was cleaning that out and then you have to leaf blow it you take the leaf blower you shoot off all the leaves you know whatever i had that leaf blower running and out of the the underbrush right past that shelter there was a noise that drowned out that leaf blower and that it sounded like kind of like a lion roar and a man screaming together it had the force and the guttural roar but it didn't sound like all animal super loud over my leaf blower under the shelter you know because it's already there's reverb and it's you can't hear anything you can't hear somebody talking to you right so that happened shut it off stare into the underbrush never see anything get the creeps big time like nervous i don't think i even said anything i don't think i 
tried to yell at it or anything like that. I just turned around and looked over my shoulder as I walked back to my truck and got out of there. Were there any forest sounds, any any crickets or frogs? or Not that I can remember, but there probably wouldn't be because I had that leaf blower running. You know, so if there was... And it was anything, louder than a gas-powered leaf blower. Oh, yeah. Wow. Way louder. Way louder. And I even, you know, later, you know, because it was a, it's a daily job. It's not like I can just never go back. I looked to see, you know, was there some kind of drain pipe that my leaf blower hit and it echoed, you know, but there wasn't. There was nothing there. It was, it was just a concrete pad me and that brush wow but I've, I've told my other stories on another on another episode about the wildlife management area and stuff like that yeah but what do you think what do you think bigfoot is let's pull west germer let's <laughs> what do you think bigfoot is sasquatch is i believe that Sasquatch is a different species of human. I don't believe it's an ape. I don't believe it's a Nephilim. I don't believe that it's a spirit. I believe that it is a totally separate species of sapien. Okay. And what? They just didn't die off? You know, when there was the great race for domination, and it, right. was, it was us, and... Well, I believe that it's been hidden for centuries. I know a few Indian tribes say that they used to communicate with them and actually trade with them. Yeah. But it seems like that when when the white man came into the scene, right? And the conflicts that we had with the Native Americans that that kind of put a a halt to them coming out and, and being known. And you know, in, in at least our area in Appalachia, most of the Bigfoot sightings People say they look Native American in the face. Yes. That they're tall, they're slender built, they're wide, but they're slender, and they have a more of a human face. Yes. With, you know, just a, with like ethnic features. That's that's what I believe. And, and actually, uh, there's, it's, it's not a podcast, it's the, the radio show coast to coast oh yeah well he's gotten together with a uh, a scientist who have done genetic research on the bigfoot right and they said that they have determined that its mother was human right but its father is unknown unknown and see, that's what confused me so bad, because I thought when we first started getting into all this deep, hot and heavy Sasquatch talk, I thought, that's easy, open and closed case, that's Gigantopithecus. 
that's just an undiscovered ape. Yep. Uh, every continent has some kind of monkey. Closest thing we have is a raccoon. Boom. There it is. Sasquatch is a big ape. And I have changed my mind so many times that now I don't have a clue. No clue. And you what know what? Be, man. We're, we're not really going to know until... They make themselves known. Yeah. I threw a, a pine root on there and it's smoking. Yeah. I see that. So we have no idea. Well, we have ideas. Well, the genetics to me proved it to me. Yeah. And they did that study. Remember Monster Quest? Yes. They did the nail board, the screws, the screw board. Right. On that hut out in Alaska, that fishing hut, and they had a solid footprint. They pulled the DNA off oh. those screws. Yeah. Tried to say it was tampered, or it was inconclusive because of the galvanization Con- on contaminated, the screws. Right. And but then they separated that from something else I had read. They separated that, and it was still just like you said. It was you could tell it was female human, male unknown. See, and that leads to the ancient alien theory. That leads you to Nephilim theory that you don't believe in. Which, no, I, I don't believe in Nephilim. I've, honest, and this is way out there, but my belief is we are actually the alien species on Earth. Okay. I believe that the aliens came eons ago did genetic research on some of the animals on Earth, and that's where we came from. And that's also where Sasquatch came from. But I don't have any scientific documentation to prove any of that. It's just what I believe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ancient aliens, you think that they're who helped us with ancient civilization? Yes, I don't believe humans built the pyramids in any of the continents, especially Egypt. There's there's just too much mystery. You know, granite stone, that's one of the hardest stones there is, cut to precision. Yeah, man. 
with Stone Age tools. No, it's not going to happen. Now, I believe aliens were here in ancient times. I believe, well, I think, I can't say I believe, because I, if I believe, that means it's in my heart, that's what I honestly believe in. I think aliens were here in ancient times. I think that would explain a whole lot. Um, I think that would help us understand these structures. Uh, was it Machu Picchu? Or, right. If I'm saying that right, the pyramids that uh, would help us with the Nazca lines. But you and I have different ideas on what aliens even are. Right. Yes, we do. But see, and this is kind of getting out there. Well, I'm out there. I don't believe that the dinosaurs went extinct because of a meteor that crashed into the earth and only killed giant reptiles. That's the dumbest <laughs> damn thing I've ever heard. I believe that they were removed so that the aliens could come in. Are you ready for another beer yet? Make workers. To mine their gold and their copper, right? Without fear of getting eaten. Okay. Every second. I see where you're going. Are you saying? I'm saying that the aliens killed the dinosaurs. Did they make Bigfoot as a labor union? Yes. Yes. That is out there. <laughs> you know, I believe at that time that is just as likely as anything else anybody else can say. Humans and Sasquatch probably worked side by side. But they'd get shit done, wouldn't they? They'd be under intelligent control. Yep. They just had to do the grunt work and then left here as a relic. Well, we're getting into a bunch of theory now, I mean. Well, it's all theory, man. You know, the theory, there's theories about what are ghosts? What are, you know, what we consider demons? What are, what are, what is Sasquatch? What is an alien? It's all just guesswork until some white guy in a lab coat tells us that we're right or wrong. And they lie through their teeth. And they lie through their teeth. So we'll just keep on guessing and keep on doing shows like this until we don't have anything to talk about. So aliens. How, how long has this been going? An hour and eight minutes. All right. Well, we might split this up into two parts, but we'll just keep talking. Yeah, just two. Um, aliens. In your opinion, yes. After seeing what you have seen, your reports that you saw in the 70s to the Nimitz 
and the gimbal and the go fast videos that the Pentagon finally admitted to, we finally got disclosure that we aren't alone. They're here. We don't know what they want. Ain't that nice? What what do you think aliens are? Where do you think they came from? What do I think? What? What, what do you think aliens are? Where okay. do you think they're coming from? I think that the aliens are extraterrestrial. Okay. I personally don't believe in dimension jumping or time travel. However, even at light speed, which I don't know if that can ever be achieved through whatever technology, even at light speed, it would take so many hundreds and thousands of years to get from one inhabited planet to another. Mm-hmm. So how are they getting here? Well, see, we're getting into wormholes and all that. I think it could be done. I think that some of the aliens have got it figured out. Whether they're folding space, traveling through wormholes, whatever, right. I don't know. But I don't believe that aliens are coming from another planet right now and just visiting Earth. Okay. I believe that they're here. I do too. I believe that they're based under the ocean and under the Arctic. Yes. And they just pop up and fly around and keep an eye on us. Because, you know, we've had the reports of them flying over our missile bases, arming our nuclear weapons, and then shutting them down. Oh, yeah. I love those stories, those accounts. I've actually seen a video, whether it, I don't know if it was true or not, no one ever disputed it, where we fired a test rocket and a UFO comes whizzing by and hits it with the beam and <laughs> blows it up. Right. So. What's that base in the UK? Was it Rendlesham? Rendlesham. That report. That report where it flies over the nuke base, beams down, yep. shuts down the nukes, lets them come back up online. Why would it do that? Is it a message? Is it a show of force? Is it a mass hallucination like some I people think, say? I think it's a show of power is what I think. See, I think, like I said, I think that they're here on Earth. Mm -hmm. That they came here a millennia ago. Yeah. And they stayed. That's not to say that, because I think that when when they first came here and created humans and Sasquatch and whatever else. So you thought they created us? I think they did. But you believe in God. I do. So who did he create? Everything. Everything. You know, 
We had babies. Yes. And God has a hand in that. Yeah. But God don't just go, bing, there's your baby. <laughs> right. There's a natural way to do things. And I believe we came into existence that way. Fair enough. I see. So you're content with God created aliens on another planet. They migrated, whatever you want to call it. They wound up here. Right. And established us. Right. If they hadn't. Right. In my opinion. You know, we had Neanderthals, Cro-Magnon. Right. Those are all different breeds of human. Yes. I believe those were the breeds of human that were here. And that the alien, through genetic research, made us bigger, stronger, smarter. To the Homo sapien that we see now. Right. Well, see, my alien theory, and you already know this, but I'm going to say it on here is pretty vastly different. Yeah. I think that what we call the greys, what we call aliens, are our descendants. I think that at some point in the distant future, we mastered time travel and what we're seeing are our descendants traveling through time. I think that's what we're seeing now. And maybe they're coming back here to set us on the right path to ensure their existence. Maybe what Elon Musk is doing by trying to inhabit Mars is the infancy of what they are. But I, I think that's what we're looking at. Because they're humanoid. They got these big giant heads, these little spindly bodies, because they okay. don't they don't need the strength that we need to have. Let me ask you this then. Okay. I'm gonna interview you. I did not expect this. <laughs> Who do you think built those spacecrafts for those little spindly ass aliens? They did. With they did. With technology. With little man. hand with three fingers. I think they can hit a button and they can pour some beads into a mold and boom. No. Done, baby. No. I think that the gray aliens are more or less like a drone V. I think that they're drones. I don't think that those are the intelligent alien that built the spacecraft and came here. Maybe. And you I know, think you they are a, workers. You got a point with that. Because you don't send the commanders out on the mission. You send the grunts. That's right. You, uh, so what would be the odds of the greys coming in and doing the work or for us to see? But they might work differently than we do, man. They might be so advanced mentally. Well, you know, they uh, take almost every one of these abduction reports, these late night sightings. They're speaking telepathically. 
and people are completely incapacitated. Right, but who's to say how that incapacitation happens? It could be a gas. Yeah. It could be anything. But you're right. You're incapacitated because I don't think that they would stand a chance against a full-grown human. Not on either. And have you listened to Travis Walton, his account, you know, the fire in the sky account? I think I have. He come up off that table, man, and drilled one with like a, a some kind of instrument, some kind of tool. You could clear a room full of them. But that goes into species. He was calmed by of being his size. You know, they took right. him, they took him to this Norse looking guy. And there's a lot of talk about the Norse aliens, you know, the tall I think that they blonde. are the ones in charge. They are the brains. They are the the beings that actually do the grunt work. These little greys I think they had an idea that, you know, if we make them small and not scary. Yeah, kind of unassuming. Un, yeah, that the, that the humans won't, you know, as soon as you see one, put a bullet in it. Because <laughs> we would. If we could move. Damn it. You know, because, I mean, seriously, if, if you're laying in your bed and a UFO comes down, and this big Norse man, <laughs> blonde hair and sky blue eyes. Looking like Thor, right? Busts in your door to take you. You're going to fight. And Jess will play volunteer to go. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of women would. Pick me. But yeah, I know. I mean, we're, we're joking about this, but that, that's, that's yeah. what I think. I think that, that they are designed to operate the machinery. Not build it. You think they are even alive? The great. I think they're, they're. I think they're sentient. Yeah. They're biological. I, I think they are. But from any report that I've heard, there's no genitalia. Right. On these little greys. Well, they're all. So they can't reproduce. So they must be reproduced. Well, we can. Make a baby in a lab now. We can clone now. Like a mule. Right. A mule can't reproduce. Right. But there are mules. True. You got a way of simplifying things that make me question what I thought I knew. And and, <laughs> and as far as genetics going from human to Sasquatch, look at the dog. Right. It came from a wolf. Yeah, and I got Shih Tzu's. Good analogy, man. You know, it's all in the genetic manipulation. Thank you for listening to this week's episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts from and leave me a five-star rating and review. You can follow me on Facebook at The Bump Podcast. I'm on Instagram under the same name and Twitter. Um, if you have a story that you'd like to share, please feel free to message me on any of those platforms and I'll be sure to get back to you. Or you can email me 
at thebumppodcast at gmail.com. That's thebumppodcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, be sure to check out the merchandise that I have now. It's on my Facebook page. I have links to everything. It's on Teespring. It, you can find it as The Bump Podcast or The Bump Podcast Bigfoot on Teespring. I have lots of merch. I got a whole lot more coming out. Um, all of the artwork, I'm doing it myself. I'm designing everything myself. So it's a, it's a lot of work on my end, but I'm just hoping that I put something out there that you guys can enjoy. So thanks again for listening and don't stop believing.